Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. Tonight's episode is uh, Season 2, Episode 14, Dream of oh, January 19th, 1986, Dream Girl. Ooh. Okay, let's get into I'll uh, read a synopsis, the IMDb synopsis, and then we will get into it. A theatrical director finds herself trapped along with her colleagues in a dreamlike world created by a stage hand. Now, this one, it was weird because it was like, uh, it was shot like a play because yeah. they were on a stage. Well, because they, but, they but, were in a theater. Yeah, they were in a theater, but I mean, the way they even did like movement mm. and like transitions was like you would just watch a regular play. They were trying I to be already. That, I would thought that was like, oh, it's like a subtle, interesting thing they're doing because the show doesn't really have a ton of nuance with anything. This one had the biggest cast for a while, too. Yeah, four people shared the screen for most of the most of the episode. Mm-hmm. And it's usually two or one person. Mm -hmm. At a time, maybe a three time. max. And the entire story has probably you know, three or less. With no extras. Yeah. Or if it's four people, they're split up. They don't share a mm -hmm. scene. But this one is, you know, three for the first few minutes, and then it's like all four of them. Or five. Five. Yeah, because there's four people and the... Uh, and, uh, or four people he had trapped there. And then you mm -hmm. play. Well, anyway, let's get into it. So this uh, woman's the director on the uh, on this play, and she's just treating everyone like sh she treats people like shit. Again, as is the trope, bitchy woman over thirty. And she's real. She's a real CNX Tuesday. Also, uh, unprovoked, she's super rude to this uh, like the stagehand, the guy just cleaning up and sweeping. And, um, and, uh, she, like... He was an older guy. Yeah, she, like, blinks and she's dressed up in, like, a... German short barmaid. Yeah. yeah, she looks like a barmaid from, like... Oktoberfest. Yeah. And they're in Germany or something. And, and she's on, like, a set of, like... And, uh... Sorry for that, folks. A little technical difficulty there. Um, to where we left off was um, this real CNX Tuesday director of this play gets transported into, like, the set. Because they never really leave the stage. They just go from scenario to scenario. The whole episode kind of plays out like a like shot. A like, like we're just watching a play. Except they're... they're you know, transport into another reality. Like a very basic set, like our town set. Oh yeah, like level. a high school yeah. play. Yeah. Like high school play level production. Yep. And um they're obviously not they realize they're not in the real world anymore. And she sees a couple actors that were missing for a few weeks. Yeah, like the 
the hot blonde lead, the the dumb hot blonde lead. Yeah. Who's all on the on the janitor stagehand guy's arm? Yeah. Anyway, he's just it, it, it's a weird. It goes a weird transition because they're like at a restaurant scene, and she's like a waitress dressed up and like, he's got one toupee on yeah and and then they switch to another scene he has a different toupee and he, yeah he's they just go from scene to scene he's super rude to her because she's super rude to him in real life anyway right. over the course of this ridiculous back and forth you realize he has these actors these four actors kind of trapped in this um dream world dream world that he's fantasy that he's creating where he just basically makes the writing they you know they they act out what's in his head and it's like they're aware they're acting out but like uh they can't escape they can't escape and they don't know how long they've been there they just know it's been a while and uh and basically every scenario he's just berating somebody in every little you know whatever finally he has total control he can you know force them to do things yeah yeah, and they're so they're like trapped in their heads basically. They'll have these moments where they complain about being there. And over the course you meet all the other players. There's a, a guy that's they, they've all been rude to him at some point. Mm-hmm. So they're in this little fake world. And then uh, I forget how they how they how the director f- figure out how to um, She went inception. She figured out that they were in his dream. So she somehow got sleeping pills and went to sleep within his dream and then put him in her dream. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I couldn't, I, that I kind of got lost. I was she, like, she went total inception. Yeah, because I was like, why is she taking, she just woke up, why is she taking sleeping pills? Because she was going to trap him in her dream. And, but I was, I, I watched it, I remember thinking, Sleeping pills don't work that fast. Well, they, they, no. they don't affect you after seconds. But it was she was in a dream, and that was just mm-hmm. what she had to do to take control. So then she pulled them into her dream, and now, but they're she was the only one that woke up. The other ones were still trapped. So now they're all trapped in her dream. Yeah. And that was the whole the whole story. Yeah, yeah. like that was that was it. That was. It. Yeah, I mean. So the acting was just, melodramatic. It was in in bad. In bad. <laughs> I mean, he had at least four different toupees. You know. Yeah. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. So he was back to being upset. It's so weird. It's like there's really no one to wrote root for because in real life she sucked. In their dream world, he sucked. Yep. And then she just got him back into her shitty dream worlds where she sucks again. It was like, I don't care about anybody in this group. They're all shitty. Including the guy who put them there initially. So. Oh, well, yeah. Like, he's a dick, obviously, because he's all vengeful. And then she's... The director was a bitch. The the writer was an asshole. I mean, yeah. the, the hot blonde was only there because he was trying to get in her pants. And she she was, seemed to be the only one that was like... A victim. Yeah. Well, she was too dumb to be anything else, right? Well, you know, she, she was. A she seemed dumb until she turned it off to tell the the enlightened the director of what was going on. True. She didn't seem real dumb at all. She seemed like that was just a role she was playing because she was like, "Hey, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. and I'm doing this because I don't know how to get out of it." Right. And then she went right back to her thing. So I think it was it was all an act. 
She wasn't. She just probably rejected him, but she realized she could either be put in something unpleasant, mm-hmm. or just play ball and f- until she figured out how to get out. And I think that's what she was doing. Not to think too much about this stupid episode, but oh god, I think she was like the best actor in the group. She was the she, least well, overacting. She, yeah, because she, she turned it off and didn't turn it back on. It's like, oh, that was actual acting. Uh, you know, it was a believable oh, choice she made. Yeah. So. January 19th, 1986. What was going on during that time? Well, in the movie world, some big movies came out this this week. Some huge ones, actually. Uh, uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Yep. Rob Lowe and Young Blood with Patrick Swayze. That wasn't yeah. as big, but it was like... It was a good movie, though. I don't remember too much about it. I remember seeing it. I still remember. I couldn't tell you what it's about. It was a good movie. Um, all the other ones I've seen and remember. Uh, FX. Yep. Love that movie. Uh, Pretty in Pink. Yep. And, of course, my favorite of all of these, Highlander. There can be only one! It all came out this week. I got in trouble. For going to see Highlander at the Meridian Drive-In. It was Highlander with a double of Big Trouble in Little China. And my parents got mad at me. Not because I went to the drive-in with my friends, but because I went to see Highlander. Because it was an R-rated movie and I didn't talk to them about it first. Why you, would you? It's a Highlander. My mom <laughs> took me to see that movie. My father took me to see freaking Terminator when I was much younger. So why are they bitching about Highlander? I don't know, but the, I think it was because they didn't know and they didn't have the opportunity. They weren't there. But yeah, I got in trouble. And I was like, little did you know I was actually like drinking at the drive-in with my friends and didn't really watch the movie the Jesus. first time because we were partying in high school. Jesus. Mm-hmm. You got a you got you got shit for watching an R-rated movie in high school. Yeah, when I was yeah, I would have been well. My first 15. my mom took me to my first movie when I was a kid. The first movie I went to in the theater was Saturday Night Fever. I was a I was seven. <laughs> someone gets raped and someone commits suicide okay. in that movie. <laughs> when I okay, the same drive-in movie theater in Meridian, the Meridian Ooh. Drive-in. When Grease and Saturday Night Fleet Fever were playing a double feature, yeah, I wanted to so go see Grease. So you were seven, that would have made me nine, right? Yeah. Okay. She took me to see Grease. Was angry that we watched Grease because it was so dirty. Well, it did. It, it, it didn't have a song called Pussy Wagon. Right, right. <laughs> I know, but she didn't realize this, right? And then we started to watch Saturday Night Fever, and it got to this scene where he walks out in the hallway in his underwear, and she's like, we're gone, we're, we're gone. This is, I'm, oh, nope. Jesus. I didn't watch Saturday Night Fever, actually, until, God, I was a senior in high school when I actually sat down and watched it. Yeah, so. I, I asked to say, sit through it and watch it again. I was so in... I was I still thought Travolta was the coolest, but uh, yeah, radar movies and me, we 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 went we we go way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm not gonna dwell too much because if you listen to last time, last week's show, uh, not a lot has changed on the music. 
just some of the order um, for the UK top five. It's all the same ones: Bronski, Beat, Dire Straits, Whitney Houston, Aha, and Pep Shop Boys. All in that order, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five in the USA. Um, pretty much the same: Climax, Simple Minds, Eddie Murphy, Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. Dion and Friends. The only thing is, changes the order. Um, yeah, so not a whole lot went down, but a big week for movies. Well, folks, uh, yeah, that was, I think that's the end for us with, uh... Just know that Tales from the Dark Side did Inception long before. Dream Girl, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, not so much as, I mean, the whole theory of, of, um... What is that? Dream within a dream. Uh, yeah, but it's a word, it's a term for it. Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Yeah, that's that's been around forever. Yeah, it's so. It's in the witchy. In, it's in the witchy community, my friend. Well, it's uh, so. You know, it's not a super new concept, but this one was be- It was not great. It was better than last week's show. So. Um, there's hope for at least a mediocre episode. <laughs> uh, all well, right, folks. We're almost done with the season two. so Almost. We're almost there. We'll see you next week. Shoots. <laughs>